0: The following is another Class Kids Sports presentation. KKPR Sports presents High School Basketball. Into Fisher. Good move to the right. Back
1: to the left. Switches hands and scores. The junior Megan Fisher. That was a great move. Went to the lane. Switched hands. Went back to the baseline and scored. And now she has nine.
0: Tonight it's a Fort carney Conference doubleheader from Loomis as the Wolves foul the Pleasanton
1: Bulldogs. High School Basketball on KKPR is brought to you by the Classic Kids Sports Club. Outlet to Dow. Dow doesn't have numbers. He kicks it off. They'll kick it back out. Lobby. Walls. Right baseline. Kicks it back out to Lobby. Entry pass to Marcy again. Double team. Dow. On Orkies and off the screen. Into the corner. Step back three. Lobby fires. Hits it. It's the final game of the regular season for the girls, with Pleasanton coming off a conference tournament championship.
0: The boys have one more week to go and look to build on some momentum with a win tonight. It's the Bulldogs and Wolves coming up next, but first in New Tech Seed pregame show. We'll take you live to Loomis with KKPR Sports Director Doug Duda right after this word with New Tech Seed.
1: And welcome back, everyone, to Loomis, home of the Wolves, as they take on one of their better rivals, the Pleasanton Bulldogs. Doug Duda, along with our producer/engineer Jeff Ekstrom, here on the New Tech Seed pregame show. Girls' game was a tale of two halves. Loomis, who fell behind eight to nothing out of the gate, took the lead over 2nd rank Pleasanton at the half, 29 to 28. But then the Bulldogs came out and really cranked up the defense. They outscored Loomis 23 to eight in the third quarter of play, and Pleasanton cruised home up by as many as 26 at one point, and they went at 65 to 47. Katie Nichols, Katie Linder, and uh, Isabella Pates all in double figures here this evening for Loomis. They had Donald and Michaela Meyer, and Paige Bowie all in double figures. Other games at the half the Elm Creek girls lead Amherst 33 to 19. That's currently that part of a doubleheader on ESPN 1460 and 1550. That boys game was a dandy in the quarterfinals of the conference tournament, and that'll be coming up next. The Ravetta girls beat Saint Paul tonight, 50 to 29. Kearney High was uh, called off tonight, going to Omaha North, so that was postponed. Coming up on 12:30 a.m. KHAS here in about five minutes. It'll be the Hastings girls taking on Gretna. And, of course, you can follow along at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Tomorrow, the Heartland Hoops Classic begins at 9 a.m. here on Classic Hits. We've got eight games. The first two on Classic Hits, then the next three on ESPN 1460. And we'll follow up with the final three, including Oak Hill Academy and Sunrise Christian tomorrow night, 7.30 here on Classic Hits. We'll also have coverage of the D3 District Wrestling Tournament. Most of those wrestling tournament opening day have wrapped up. And then we get going tomorrow at 2 o'clock over at Elm Creek. We'll take a break, come back, and look at the starting lineup at a boys' game right after this.
4: Save money and breathe easier. Call Axman Heating and Air, your Lennox dealer. Now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units. So call Axman Heating and Air. They can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers, geo heat, and infrared heat for farm buildings. They specialize in all makes and models, sales, and service. Axman Heating and Air, your Lenox dealer serving Pleasanton and the surrounding area. Craig and Karen Axman would like to wish all the area athletes best of luck.
3: Time now for the
1: starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank, the Better Bank, and Kearney. First off for the Bulldogs of Pleasanton, number 10 is a 5 foot 6 inch sophomore, Seth Eckel. The leading score is number 20, 6'3 inch senior, Hunter Pates. Number 22, 5'9 sophomore, Jackson Keyshaw. Number 24, 6-foot sophomore Brady Klein. And number 46, 4-junior Jaden Westland. The head coach is Jeff Vetter, assisted by Nick High. Pleasanton just 5-12, but they have played so many teams close. We were talking with Coach Vetter before the game. He says, we've been playing teams close. We need to get over the hump and win one. They lost in the conference quarterfinals in overtime to eventual champion Overton. Now let's take a look at the starting lineup for the Loomis Wolves. Number 10 is a 5-foot, 10-inch junior, Brian Hemley. Number 14 is a 6-foot-1-inch junior, Aaron Dow. Number 22, 6-foot senior, Andrew Lobby. Number 23, 6'4 sophomore, Joshua Marcy. And number 30, 5'11 junior, Andrew Dennis. Also, we'll see the return of Isaac Walls tonight. The junior has been out the last three games with an injury. Head coach is Drew Billiter, assisted by Casey Verbka and Jason Maskey. Lewis is 15-5 on the season. They are ranked 8th in Class D2. And those are the starting lineups brought to you by Five Points Bank. The Better Bank in Carney, and you've been listening to the New Tech Seed pregame show. New Tech Seed, your yield leader. Contact Terry and Jason Stark or a New Tech Seed dealer near you. Perhaps support our area athletes, coaches, and teams in and out of the game. Terry and Jason Stark of Cutting Edge Seed and Chemical will tip it off in a moment.
5: This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area.
1: Don't forget, you can also catch all of our games online at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance, Carney, Holdridge, Lexington, and Lincoln. We're ready to get things underway as Jace Doolin will put the ball in the air. And the Loomis Wolves will win the opening tip as they try to get things going immediately. But as they dump it inside, it's off the hands of Josh Marcy, and they turn it over. On the opening possession of the ball game, and here come the Bulldogs with Seth Echel running the point. Over on the right wing to Jackson Keyshaw. Loomis is going to play man-to-man here. So let's see who squares up on Hunter Pates. Pates tries to drive in, pull-up jumper awkwardly off the glass. No good. Westland kept it alive. Pates picks it up, and they'll get another opportunity here. Dump it inside. The ball knocked away from Brady Klein, and we had a near jump. Now it's loose, and Loomis will pick it up. So here come the Wolves, coast-to-coast, trying to drive in Hemerley, and then he... Knew he couldn't get anywhere. He's going to kick it back, and there's nobody there. So two possessions, two turnovers here for the Wolves. The girls game had so much scoring and action in the first quarter that uh, the boys are going to have a hard time keeping up with that, although we've already been up and down the floor here. Pate's trying to work off a couple of screens here. Gets to the high post, but no pass into him. Over to Echo on the weak side, right side. Crossover dribble there on Andrew Dennis. Pate's working. He is defended by Josh Marcy, the sophomore Now switches on a screen, and he's picked up there by Aaron Dow. That's probably more like it, Dow, trying to cover throughout the night on Hunter Pates who can get you 22 a game. Pleasanton very patient here, working it around the perimeter. Westland trying to post up down there. There they get him the ball from the top of the key, and then it's stripped away. Might have been a foul, but no call, and Pleasanton still picks it up, and they'll clear it out and reset it again. Starting to drive and kicking it out is Klein. Back in the wing to and up top to Klein. Weak side to echo. Good defense here by Loomis. This has been almost a one-minute possession by Pless. Still looking for our first points. As they get it down the block to Pates, he didn't realize how open he was and just kicked it right back out top, driving into the paint and then just taking the shot. They could have done that any time. It's no good. And the rebound brought down off the Klein miss by Lobby. Lobby will bring it up the floor. Klein just finally had enough... Of passing it around and took it in. Lobby pulls up for three. It's too strong. The rebound comes out to Jackson Keyshaw. And the Bulldogs bring it up the floor. Two minutes in. We're still scoreless here in this intense rivalry. Stands are full for Loomis. Pretty good crowd for Pleasanton. Maybe had just as many for the girls game. Which was pretty intense for uh, Pleasanton for a first half. As they were down at halftime. Bulldogs work the ball around. The court here, and again staying outside the perimeter. Lobbing up top, Klein. Need to find a way to get Pates. Look here. Klein up top, the Hunter off the screen. There he blows by one, but good backside help that time by Dennis, and can't get the shot away. This is not what we have been seeing from Pleasanton the last few games. Driving in will be the point guard, Echel, into the corner. The three-pointer is on the way. It is no good. Rebound brought down by Westland. He'll give it off to Pates, and Hunter will put it up and in off the assist from Jaden Westland, and Pleasanton is on the board first. It took three minutes for anybody to score, 2 to nothing, Bulldogs. Marcy outside the arc. He's going to take a jumper, and there's the old wedge between the glass and the rim, and so that is a jump ball. And the arrow points the way of Pleasanton. Don't necessarily always see that with the boys' basketball. And that saves Jimmy Langan from going up and have to tip it out of there. <laughs> Although he could have. He could have went up and taken care of that. So looking for a little pace to this game. Really quiet off a nice high screen. Echo blows by and scores. So what they've been looking for earlier worked that time, and it's 4-0 Pleasanton. Nice move by Seth Eckel into the ball game for Loomis. And Isaac Dunn kicks it out for a three-pointer lobby. It won't go. Offensive rebound by the Wolves looking to get it back up in there as Aaron Dow kicks it up top lobby for three, and that one is good. Off the assist from Aaron Dow, who pulled down the offensive rebound, and Loomis gets their first bucket of the game, 425 to go here in the first quarter, 4-3 Pleasanton. Eckle into the front court, gets it to Keyshawn. Up top to Klein, back over to Echol, weak side on the left side this time. Westland and Pate's just working around off the screens, trying to get open inside, but packed in there and well defended for Loomis. Hunter Bonjoff also in there defensively. Pull-up jumper for three, and it is good for Brady Klein. And Pleasanton answers the lobby three with one of their own. Lumis quickly up the floor to the right-hand corner with it as Dow. Dow gets it down low to the big fella. Dunn Dunn works left, now right, puts it up off the glass, and good. Westland ends up on the ground, but Dunn, good job of getting position and getting the bucket. 7-5, to Pleasanton now some points being scored here in the last minute. Getting the crowd awoken into the game a little bit. Picking up his dribble is Keyshawn. He's in some trouble. Five-second count on, and there it is, yeah. Good defense over here by the Loomis Wolves, Dunn and Lobby. That'll be the second turnover by Pleasanton into the ball game, Isaac Walls getting his feet wet after missing the last few games. And, of course, they've had the long layoff from the conference tournament. They didn't get a chance to uh, play on Tuesday against Eustace Farnham because of the weather. That was one of about ten games in the area that was postponed. They will make up that game uh, tomorrow. It looks like we've been told, and then then we say it's been scratched, so I'm not, I'm not sh- sure that that's the case. We'll find out from Coach Biller later. Shots up, no good, and Jackson Keyshaw gets the rebound for Pleasanton. I'm not sure that they will be making that up. I think our schedule is a little off the mark. Three minutes to go first quarter. Pleasanton's got a 7-5 to five lead. Coach Vetter off the bench, changing up the play against this man-to-man for Lewis. High post, they'll get it to Klein. He tries to get it back to Eckle. It's tipped Seth, gets it, dribbles down the baseline, then tries to dish it off the pace, but the ball's knocked away, and the steal is made by Marcy. And here come the Wolves, coast-to-coast, trying to get in, and we got a charge called on Aaron Dow. He knew there was going to be contact, and he put his arm out there and led with it, and that'll be the first foul of the game on either team. And Pleasanton will throw it into the backcourt. They'll put a little pressure on Himmel. He's just going to try and bother Seth Eckel He's not really going to get in his face, but they'll try and make him dribble with the left hand as he brings it up the floor. All the way to the left wing. Now switches it back over to the right hand and finds Jackson Keyshaw at the top of the circle. Picked up there by Isaac Walls. Keyshaw again. One dribble didn't go anywhere. Now has to struggle to find somebody, and eckle has got it. Eckle out around midcourt. They'll reverse it over the corner. Picking it up there is going to be Klein. Up top, Westland. Again, a lot of outside. A couple of nice moves they've had off some screens, but Washington will force the three-cline, and it's off the mark. No good. We're hustling for the rebound. Keyshaw. And then they're going to say he stepped out of bounds, so I guess we won't give him the rebound. I thought he had stayed in. Nice hustle over there by Jackson Keyshaw. Nonetheless, Loomis with the basketball. Done after a short breather comes back in. Done. Lobby, Dow. Marcy and Hemley on the floor. 150 to go here in the first quarter. 7-5, Pleasanton with the lead. Marcy up top, fakes left, goes back right. Lobby wanted the three, handed his face, though, by Keyshaw. Can't get it away into the block. Dow dishes it off to the cutter. Hemley missed a short runner, and the rebound brought down by Hunter Pates. He gets the quick clear out, but Loomis is back defensively, and the Bulldogs will have to set it up with 90 seconds to go here in the first quarter. Hard dribble drive here, but nowhere to go for Klein, And over to Westland, the pass was behind him and out of bounds. Four turnovers now for the Bulldogs here in quarter number one. And quickly getting off the bench is Andrew Dennis, and he'll replace Brian Hemley. Again, the girls' game. Loomis was up one at the half, 29-28. And then Pleasanton ended up just tearing it up in the second half, winning it 65-47. We'll talk with Coach Randy Bauer at halftime of our boys' game. Elm Creek girls leading Amherst 44 33 going into the fourth quarter on ESPN 1460. Off the screen, here's a little baseline or a little pull up jumper right elbow by Dennis. It's no good. And Brady Klein will get the rebound for Pleasanton. One minute to go here in the first quarter. Still 7 to 5. We had about a minute spurt of scoring. Pates now, he'll try put the runner up. Bounces off the rim a couple of times and in. Pates made something happen with his second bucket of the ball game. 9 to 5 Bulldogs. 45 seconds to go, first quarter. Dunn starts outside the right wing, outside the arc, now has to dribble, comes to the baseline. He's double-teamed, kicks it to Marcy, and it goes through his hands and out of bounds. Third, Loomis turnover, and Hunter Bonjoff returns for the Wolves, and Marcy will check out. 39 seconds to go here in quarter number one. Pleasanton looks like they'll have the lead after the first eight minutes. Will they hold for the last shot here? Looks like maybe that's the case. Hasn't been a whole lot of production, so why not? Lob it into the corner to Klein, right back out to Echel. Seth, they're trying to trap him now, put a little zone on here for Loomis. 20 seconds to go in this first quarter of play. Echel and Klein just played a little keep away. Coach Vetter yelling out the signals. Lob it back over with 12 seconds. Echel to the high post pace, kicks it back over on the wing to Keyshaw. Now we're down to eight. Keyshaw trying to find a way to get it to page five. They're in a little bit of trouble now. They're going to have to force a shot. Klein a long three. It is no good, and that is the end of the first quarter of play. And so the underdog, Pleasanton Bulldogs, here on the road, holding Lewis to just five points. It's 9-5, to Pleasanton after one on Classic Hits. See
6: Pleasanton Livestock Service to maintain the health of your animals. Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy. Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock
7: Service.
1: Well, our producer-engineer Jeff Ekstrom, Doug Duda here with you in the Tonian Repair Broadcast booth at Loomis where the Wolves will get the ball to start the second quarter of play, but they trail 9-5, to five, a lot of long possessions, not a lot of scoring in that first quarter. Loomis a team that can get you 60-plus points a game. They get it down to Marcy on the right block, turnaround jumper is blocked by Jaden Wesley. He goes out of bounds, last touch by the Wolves. Pleasanton four turnovers, Loomis three, not a lot of shots, so not a lot of rebounds. Pleasanton six, Loomis three. Neither team has been to the line because there's only been one foul called total so far in the game. As Seth Eckel brings it up back to the man to man defense here for Loomis. They just went zone on that last possession of the quarter. Eckel looks down low and then has to kick it back up top to Keyshaw. High post to Wesson. Then swings it down to Klein. He's inside. One hand turnaround jumper rolls around and in. Brady Klein with five points and it's 11 to 5. Pleasanton by six as Loomis hustles it up the floor. kicking it in the left hand corner to Dennis. Back out to the trailer. Dow. And they'll settle it down against the Pleasanton man-to-man. Try to ball screen here. Lobby looks at, thinks it, takes it. The three-pointer is going to bounce off the rim. No good. And the rebound pulled down by Eckel. One of four for Pleasanton and Lewis from three-point land. Klein with it. Just inside the arc. Dribbles to the high post. Gives it off to Wesson. Makes a move on Marcy. Spins. Tries to get him in the air and scores. Marcy held his ground, but Jane Wessel just a little bit taller and got deep on the block and puts it up and in. Thirteen to five Pleasanton and Loomis dribbles it off their foot and out of bounds and Coach Drew Billiter says that's enough. Timeout here for the Wolves. Six forty-one to go in the second quarter. This timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney with the score. Pleasanton thirteen and Loomis five.
7: Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments, and a gas filling. Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton.
1: Well, out of the Lubis timeout, which was after a turnover, they're going to put full-court pressure on Pleasanton, and Pleasanton breaks the press, gets it across. Klein is not picked up. He'll shoot the three, but it's just short, and a long rebound's on the ground. It'll roll into the hands of Marcy. He'll give it off to Lobby. Lobby wants to run. This is more their pace. Kicks it into the corner, a wide-open three for Dennis. It's over everything, and then an over-the-back foul on the Seth Echo rebound. Final in Fort Carney Conference girls' action on ESPN, 1460 and 1550, Elm Creek 54 Amherst, 45. So after the first quarter, that was a pretty even game. Elm Creek was up 17-5 after one. Amherst hung in there. And the boys game coming up next on ESPN here. Of course, the girls game 65-47. Pleasanton with a big second half. The foul, by the way, was called on Brian Hemley. That's only the second total foul of the game. Two minutes gone here in the second quarter. 13-5. Bulldogs, Pates up top, playing catch around this zone defense again. Dunn pokes it away. Thought it was going to go out of bounds. Pates did, and then figured, well, I better go grab it because Dunn started to reach for it. Westland outside the arc. Jaden to the high post. Pates, he's double-teamed. Good defense by Dow. Kicks it back over on the wing. And that ball's going to be thrown away. Can Lobby get it? Yes, Lobby will. Lobby to the rack. He runs over the defender. We're going to get a blocker, a charge, and Westland hit his head. And let's see what the officials decide. And Westland whacked his head there. I think they are going to call a blocking foul on Jaden Westland. No. I think they're going to call a foul before the block charge. They're going to say a reach-in on Brady Klein. First foul on Pleasanton, and at the line will be Andrew Lobby for the game's first free throws, and it is up, and it bounces around and in. And they're going to give... Westland a little bit of a break after whacking his noggin there. Coming into the ball game will be Bronson Gibbons, the six-one senior. And they'll probably take a look, of course, in this day and age. You want to take a look and see how he's doing. I don't think we have a trainer here tonight as the second free throw is no good. And the rebound will be brought down by Brady Klein. 13-6, your score. Pleasanton in a low-scoring first half so far. Five and a half to go. Try to lob it down to Gibbons, and then it's going to be knocked away and a foul trying to get it back. Going to be called on Jackson Keyshaw. Looked like he was going to get it back from Dow, but Pleasanton back-to-back turnovers. Just six points here in the first ten and a half minutes of the game for Loomis. What can they do to solve this Pleasanton man-to-man? Gibbons now covering Marcy. Let's see if they try to get him down low with the backup post there. Instead, Dow drives, leaves it off in the corner, driving the right baseline, nowhere to go for Walls. Out top to Dunn for three. It's all the way down and out. No good. Rebound comes down to Hunter Pates, and here come the Bulldogs. Echel wants to run, leaves it off the corner. Keshaw's three is too strong. Tipped rebound is run down by the Bulldogs, and Klein will be fouled. Reaching in, trying to get it back was Andrew Lobby. That'll be his first. And now coming in for Pleasanton will be Kessler-Dixon. And back in for Loomis will be Hemelie and Dennis. Staying in there will be Walls, Lobby, and Dow. So a little shorter lineup here for the Loomis Wolves defensively, and they play 2-3 zone. With it is Dixon, right wing. Starts to the corner, then kicks it back out to Echel. High post to Gibbons, back over for the three-pointer. It is no good by Dixon. Rebound goes right to Echel, and he'll put the floater up in the lane and hit it off the glass. It's one of those little pro floaters you usually see. Now Lobby coast-to-coast. He's double-teamed, dishes it off for Hemley, and he'll lay it up and in. Finally, a bucket here in the second quarter, and it's been so long since they got a bucket, they kind of forgot to put full-court pressure on, and Pleasanton's going to call the timeout. 4.20 to go here in the first half. Not much scoring. This is timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney with the score Pleasanton 15, Loomis 8.
3: Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available, they can smoke your orders, and they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want, made to order the way you like it. Pleasanton Meat Processing says Tear'em Up Bulldogs.
1: Welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here in Loomis, bringing you tonight's Fort Carney Conference action. Carney Towing is on the road, bringing your vehicle home. Don't get stranded on the side of the road, especially on a night like this. From heavy-duty towing to roadside assistance, call Carney Towing and Repair. When you need us, we'll be there. 4:20 to go in the first half of play. Full-court pressure on by Loomis. The ball tipped away from Gibbons. Tries to get it up to Echo Pleasanton. Finally breaks the 10-second line. Ball gets into the hands of the guard. Brady Klein, he can't get it to go, and the rebound brought down by Joshua Marcy. Walls was cherry-picking at the other end, but they didn't see him. Now Lobby will bring it across the timeline. Crossover, gets to the left corner. A little too much bodying out there, and Kessler-Dixon will be called for his first foul. Done out, and back in Hemley. 15-8. Pleasanton on the road, 5-12, leading 15-5, and five. inbounds pass, first layup, Josh Marcy lays it up and in, he made a heck of a catch, that pass was a little out in front of him, and he stuck that paw out and caught it one-handed, now Gibbons, nice pass up ahead to Pates, he breaks it, and then a block shot by Aaron Dow, and then it's going to be knocked away, Pleasanton picks it back up, Gibbons trying to get it up, and he's going to be fouled on a big collision inside by Brian Hemley, his second foul little action there. It sure looked like Pates was going to be able to finish and Dow come flying down the lane and was able to block it off the glass, but the dogs pick it up, and now Gibbons will go to the line to shoot the first free throws of the night for the Bulldogs. And the lefty, he puts it up, and good. You're listening to KKPR-FM, Carney Hazard, Atlanta, and the World Wide Web at RiverPreps.com. 3.34 to go in the second quarter as Bronson Gibbons gets ready to put up his second free throw here. It's on the way, and it is no good. So the score remains 16-10 to 10 in favor of Pleasanton. The missed free throw. Nobody gets the rebound. It goes out of bounds to Loomis. Again at the half, we'll talk with Pleasanton girls coach Randy Bauer. Look back at their win, 65-47, where they were down at the half. And then first half stats of the boys game. We'll give you some other scores as well. Done. top of the circle, where he will shoot threes. They run around off the pick. Nice job underneath, but Dow can't finish. Ball tipped away by Marcy. It goes into the hands of Dennis. His shot will not go. Gibbons gets the rebound, and then Dennis fouls him. So Bronson Gibbons coming in after Jaden Westland got ran over and knocked his head on the basketball court, and he's still over on the bench. I think he's okay, but Gibbons is doing fine, so they're going to leave him in there. Three minutes to go before halftime. Pleasanton has led from start to finish. They're trying to trap Eccles. He gets across the timeline, handed off to Dixon. He didn't want it over to Pates. They've done a good job on Hunter. He's got four points, but Loomis just hasn't been able to create any offense. And, again, it's kind of like the uh, Pleasanton girls. If they score, they can slap on a press, give them more chances. Pates rotating around to Klein. Inside Gibbons, Gibbons bounce pass, nice one into Pates, and then he has it taken away, Dunn, stripped it away with a blocked shot, and now fast break lobby, coast to coast, lays it up and in, and that's where Loomis gets a majority of their points, steals, transition, fast break, lead down to four, that was a heck of a play by the junior Isaac Dunn, and now as they try to get the trap at midcourt, we've got a reach-in foul called on the Wolves. Foul will be called on Aaron Dow. So Dow and Hemley now each have two. 2.20 to go before halftime. 16-12, Pleasanton. Just a tad bit of momentum starting to swing Loomis's way. Trying to force it into Gibbons. Ooh, he did a good job to keep that basketball. Man, he did a good job to save that. Pleasanton's got to find a way to get some points here. They're kind of hanging on right now. Two minutes to go before halftime. Spreading the floor against the zone, lobbing it over into the hands of Brady Klein. Tries to get it out to Eckle. Eckel having trouble, just trying to find somebody to pass it to. He's at midcourt. Clock running down to a minute 40. Coach Vetter off the bench, yelling out instructions, Try to lob it into Pates. Tipped by Marcy. He got it back. He'll drive. He'll lay it up over the rim and score. Good defense by Marcy, but once he tipped it away, Pates grabbed it. Then he got inside that right hip and was able to lay it up with the leverage and score. 18-12, Pleasanton, 90 seconds to go. Dunn wants to try the pick and roll with Marcy, but it's well defended by Gibbons. So Josh will take it out to the three-point line, give it off to Dunn. Top of the key, they'll go to Dow. Dow tried to lob it in on the give and go for Dennis, and they did not connect. And it'll be turnover number five for Loomis. They want to put some pressure on, but you can tell there's a little bit of worry here from Coach Drew Billiter. His team, who has won seven of their last, excuse me, eight of their last nine games. They only lost a three-pointer to over to the semifinals. They've been playing well, but so far tonight, it's been a struggle. Bulldogs bring the ball up the floor. Seth Eckle again. Gets inside, then kicks it back out to Pates. Heckel back in control, left side of the key. Up top, they'll go to Klein. One minute to go here before halftime. Right side, Dixon. Again, just playing catch around this perimeter, trying to find somebody open on the post. It's a lot different in the zone. Out to Klein, he's got an open look at three, but it will not fall. 0-4 in the quarter, but an offensive rebound on the backside by Kessler Dixon. Pates now skip pass over to Klein, looking inside for Caleb Reesland, who is checked in. Back up top to Eckel. 35 seconds to go, and now Coach Vetter says, "Let's just hold for one." So they're going to try and melt the final 30 seconds of the first half here and get a decent shot. Loomis says, I don't think so. They're going to come out and really pressure the ball. Walls and Hemley giving Eckel all kinds of trouble. He's dribbling around, now dumps it into the corner to the big guy, Pates. 15 seconds. Hunter dribbles all the way back out to midcourt. Ten seconds to go. Starting to drive Eckle, They reach in, can't poke it away. Five seconds. There's a foul, and, boy, that's a bad foul by Loomis. Just poke it at it, and that puts Pleasanton in the one-and-one. One. That's why it's a bad foul. And at the line, Seth Eckel. The foul call on Isaac Walls. And let's see if Eckel can add to the point total. Free throw is up. It is no good. Rebound brought down by Walls. Three seconds, two seconds. The half-court heave is on the way. No good, and we are at halftime. Here at Loomis, and the rivalry continues. Throw out the records, they always say, but that's where we are right now. Loomis, I have to tell you, this is a season low in the first half as Pleasanton holds them to just 12 points. It is the Pleasanton Bulldogs, 18, and the Loomis Wolves, 12. Coming up, the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report here on Classic Hits.
2: Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of life
1: It's never too late for Endzone to increase your nitrogen efficiency this year. Endzone
0: is designed to manage your nitrogen no matter what time you decide to apply your fertilizer. With Endzone's wide
8: application window, you can even add Endzone at side dress time. Anytime you're going to apply nitrogen to your crops, you need to add Endzone. Talk to your local fertilizer and chemical
1: dealer. Ask them to add Endzone to your fertilizer. If they don't handle Endzone Synergizer
8: NutriPak, visit MidNebraska Chemicals at www.mncag.com.
0: Carney for a free estimate.
1: And welcome back to Loomis, where it's time for the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. Your trash is our treasure, serving Buffalo County for business or residential service. Ravenna Sanitation, your trash collection connection, find them in your local yellow pages. Halftime of our boys game, it is Pleasanton 18 and Loomis 12. Don't forget Elm Creek and Amherst just getting underway on ESPN 1460 and 1550 in the girls game over there tonight. Elm Creek beat Amherst 54-45. 54 to 45. In our girls game here, it was 29-28. Loomis at the half. Pleasanton jumped out eight nothing. Loomis hadn't played since a week ago Monday when they were beaten in the quarterfinals of the conference tournament. Of course, Pleasanton went on and won the whole thing. But the second half was a different story as they outscore. Uh, Loomis, 37-18 to 18 to win it, 65-47. to 47. Katie Nichols hitting uh, three threes in the second half, 15 points, 12 for Katie Linder. Isabella Pates had 11. And then eight each for Casey Pierce and Megan Fisher. And Coach Randy Bauer joins us here. And, Coach, look uh, looked like you got out of the gate okay tonight. Uh, there was just uh, some second-quarter problems. You didn't play bad. You forced a ton of turnovers, but then you just defensed him up in the first few minutes of the third quarter and really changed the whole way this game looked.
9: Yeah. Uh, Lewis has a good team. They match up well to us, probably better than some of the other teams around. And, and uh, they did a very good job. You know, they fought, fought back, uh, spread us out on our zone or man and took it to the basket. And we had some problems helping. And, and, uh, you know, I was talking to coach Billiter there a little bit ago, you know, he, when he played back in the day, we had some pretty good rivals. And I said, Lewis didn't help. didn't welcome me back very good. here. <laughs> well, tell me
1: about that because we're so used to with you coaching the boys in all however many years that the boys has always been an intense rivalry do the girls feel that way as well i mean well, is there is there as much of that
9: for the girls i think so i mean their girls come in to pleasanton last year and beat the girls you know and i thought that uh, we should have probably won that game you know and and uh, then we talked about that and and uh, and i talk about loomis's tradition you know i i guess i it goes with the boys along, but I think you know they've they've had some great teams here. They've got a they've had a great volleyball programs, basketball programs too, and on the girls side. And and it's just been a long time for for Pleasanton to have much going on. So it's kind of nice to to you know get back here and finish the season and the regular season with a win. Talk a little bit about really both defensive changes. Megan got off to a good start.
1: Then it looked like they went to a, a, a box and one on her. And offensively, she wasn't much of a force the rest of the way. But then she didn't need to be when you guys were getting a lot of transition layups. And then conversely, uh, you really love to play a lot of man-to-man. But uh, when you threw the zone at them, it really confused them.
9: Yeah, yep, it did. And uh, we always try to make adjustments at halftime. And, and uh we did that, you know, we said we're going to come out and we're going to go uh, stay with the 2-2-1 two, two, and try to put more pressure on the ball. And then we are going to drop to a zone, and we did, and, and they, they struggled with the 2-3. I knew we could rebound well, and that really helped Megan out because she can just stay home and everybody else can help. And then we brought Katie Littner come in and played well for us, too, on the boards. And, and uh, you know, I was just proud of the way the girls responded. And I said, uh, you know, we can't can't have them let them have good shots, but at least we can get the boards. And that's what I think changed the momentum of the game.
1: Well, again, very balanced. Uh, I mean, do you, do you like where you came out, obviously, of, of winning the conference tournament and you only have this game and now you get right away? Probably going to see him again yep. on Tuesday night in, in Elm Creek. Uh, I mean, you're 20 and 1, so I'm sure you've got to be pleased with that. Uh, how do you feel about the way the team played coming out of the conference tournament as you get ready for postseason?
9: No, I was glad the way we played in the championship to find a way to get those girls to, to win. And uh, I guess a very good Elm Creek team, but like you said, we're going to turn around and probably play them again on. Uh, Tuesday night, and it'll be a battle, you know. But uh, you know that's what district basketball is all about, you know, getting down and playing and playing hard, and and uh, hopefully have a find a way to get it done at the last part of the game.
1: Tell me the difference. Uh, I know you guys probably talked about it on Saturday, but the difference between the two Elm Creek games, uh, why you were able to win Game Two as opposed to Game One, which Elm Creek won.
9: I think a lot of it was playing in Elm Creek. You know, they have a great home home court. Uh, Danny, I always say, you know, when you're playing home quarters, we're 10 points. So, you know, you got to really step it up. And, and they shot the ball really well. The night uh, we played them at uh, uh, the Vent center, then, you know, they didn't shoot quite as well. And then uh, we kind of adjusted our defense a little bit with Claire. And she's just such a great ball player. She can go to the hole. She can just take over games. And, and she didn't shoot real well at the end of the fourth quarter. And that was probably the difference. The Bauer girls, they shot outside nice. But then uh, there was a few of those missing. And then Katie come and she shot really well that night. And uh, we played a complete ball game, and that that's what it takes.
1: How hard is that when you got your family playing on the other side and, and, and you're trying to take care? I mean, it's family yeah. versus family. Yeah,
9: yeah. And, and we talked about that. My brother and I talked about it the other day. It goes back when your girls were playing, you know. You know I was coaching, and Brenda was – or, you know, he was coaching, and Brenda was uh, coaching on our side, and that was tough. And I can see now that I'm coaching here a little bit. It's its not easy to do, and you want what's best for your team, but your your blood's on the other side too, and <laughs> – and uh, someone said, There's just a lot of Bowers out there right at the time. And it's like, Well, that is true.
1: And they're pretty good.
9: Yeah, they're well, I don't good. know about
1: that. Yeah, they, you know they are. Randy, congratulations. Thank you. Good luck next week.
10: Thanks.
1: That's the head coach of the Pleasanton girls, Randy Bauer. They win it tonight by a score of 65 to 47. Let's go ahead and take a look now at the first half stats of our boys' game. A lot lower scoring, actually. It's only 18 to 12. First off, we will look at Loomis. They're down by six. Isaac Wall's back. After uh, missing the last three games, one rebound, Brian Hemley, two points, Aaron Dow hasn't scored, has a rebound and a block, Andrew Lobby, six points and a rebound, Josh Marcy, two points, three rebounds, Isaac Dunn, two points, a rebound and a block, 12 points, a season low, seven rebounds, they are one of two at the line, one of six from three-point land, two blocks, five turnovers, Hemley and Dow each have two fouls. For Pleasanton, Seth Eckel four points, three rebounds. Kessler-Dixon has a rebound. Hunter-Pate, six points, three rebounds. Jackson-Keyshaw, two rebounds. Brady-Klein, five points, three rebounds. Jaden Westland, two points, a rebound and a block. And Bronson-Gibbons, one point and one rebound. Nine points in each quarter, 18 points, 14 rebounds. One out of three at the free throw line. Just one of eight from three-point land. One block and six turnovers for Pleasanton. None of the Bulldogs had more. Then one foul. And at the half, it is Pleasanton 18 and Loomis 12. You've been listening to the Ravenna Sanitation Halftime Report. For quality, dependable trash hauling service for your farm, home, or business, contact the professionals at Ravenna Sanitation. The second half is next.
0: Order them online now
1: at Ticketmaster. Time now for our Seeds to Success, brought to you by your Impact Ag partners, Craig Weeches and Todd Travis. Pioneer knows more about seeds with top-yielding Pioneer brand soybeans. Get the best for your field this year with Craig Weeches or Todd Travis, your Pioneer seed dealer. Science with service, delivering success. I think it's the same case for the Loomis boys as it was for the Pleasanton girls. If they can get to scoring, they can get the press on and maybe get a little run here and get some points going for Pleasanton. Uh, they need to be a little bit more effective in that half court. They've been a, done a good job in the half court, being very patient, and uh, they need to find a way to uh, maybe get a few more shots quicker because they'll end up turning the ball over. And Jaden Wesley is staying on the bench here to start the second half, so maybe he's out after... Uh, a collision down low where he hit his head on the surface and Bronson Gibbons will start at the half and the first turnover and a foul and a bucket to go along with it Pleasanton turns it over on their first possession, Josh Marcy steals it he goes to the other end and lays it in then he collects a foul and so a chance at a three point play as Seth Eckel commits his first foul so a good start here for Lewis but the free throw is no good and Hunter Pates Will grab the rebound. Hunter has six points. He is leading the team in scoring. It just doesn't seem like it. Full court pressure on. Gibbons outlet pass. Knocked out of bounds by Lobby. You're listening to KKPR-FM. Carney, Pleasanton, Loomis, and the World Wide Web at PlatteRiverPreps.com. Our internet streaming brought to you by Barney Insurance. As we're underway here in the third quarter. First quarter score, St. Paul boys leading Ravenna 16-8. to Ravenna won the girls game 50-29. to Elm Creek and Amherst boys are underway right now on ESPN 1460. Into Gibbons powers his way into the paint, gets down low, turnaround jumper no good, it's off the heel. He gets his own rebound as he goes to put it back up. He's fouled hard, hits the ground, and it looks like Josh Marcy just picked up his first personal foul. And Gibbons, whose only point is from the free throw line, will return to the line. Again, earlier tonight, the Elm Creek Girls beat Amherst 54 to 45. Again, tonight's Carney High Omaha North game was called off because of weather in the Metro. Free throw Gibbons is up and in. Tomorrow, Carney High will host Lincoln North Star. Carney Catholic will have their makeup game boys only with Centura tomorrow. It will be reserves at one. And the varsity will follow at about 2.30 tomorrow at Kearney Catholic. Second free throw, Gibbons. That one skips out. No good. The man that committed the foul, Marcy, will get the rebound. Of course, district wrestling continues. We'll have the D3 finals tomorrow beginning at 2 o'clock here on Classic Hits. High post down. Off the curl screen gives it to Lobby. Steps back for the three, but it's off the mark. No good. The rebound brought down by Seth Eckle. Actually now has his fourth rebound as the five-six point guard. He's not afraid to get in there. And the Heartland Hoops Classic tomorrow, eight games from the Heartland Events Center in Grand Island, South Loop, and Utah will be the opening game. We'll have that at 9 a.m., then St. Cecilia O'Neill at 1045 here on Classic Hits. The next three games will be on ESPN Radio while we bring you district wrestling, and then the final three games, including Oak Hill and Sunrise Academy at 730, those final three here on Classic Hits. The Aurora-Omaha-Sket game will be a dandy. 1 versus 2 in B, and then Crete and Platteview wrap it up tomorrow night. Central so Catholic playing Winnebago. Another long possession here for Pleasanton, leading it by a score of 19-14, to 14 with 6.15 to go in the third quarter. Eckel dribbling it around. Loomis getting frustrated, trying to trap out of that 2-3 zone. Into the corner, Pates. High post, right elbow. They'll get it to Klein. Trying to force it to pace. They went for the steal, missed it. Hunter drives, throws up an off balance jumper, no good. The ball is swatted out to Lobby. Lobby on the run, tries to go coast to coast, runs over a man. We get a blocking foul called on Bronson Gibbons, his first foul, and Lobby will go to the line. He's one of two. He has six of the 14 points right now for Loomis. Again, our sub districts next Tuesday. Tell you after lobby shoots this first free throw is up and in. We will be down the road in Holdridge for the C-110 girls subdistrict at five o'clock Tuesday. Carney Catholic will play Minden, followed by Wood River and Gibbon at seven, and the finals on Thursday. Second free throw is in and out, no good. But Marcy gets the offensive put back. It won't go, and Hunter Pates will grab his fifth rebound. It was also the fifth board for Marcy. 19-15, Pleasanton. They've led the entire way. Up by as many as eight, even in this low-scoring game. 5.40 to go, third quarter off a curl screen. Klein comes into the paint, kicks into the corner to Keyshaw. Doesn't want it. Down on the block to Gibbons. He gets trapped and does a little dance. And that means a travel on the Bulldogs. Seventh turnover for Pleasanton in the contest. Not the game we were expecting to see. Loomis, they score points. They average in the 60s. Their lowest out point was the 56-48 loss against Cambridge. In the only game they haven't scored 50, and now Lobby, a pull-up three over the top of Keyshaw. His second three, he's got 10 of the 18, and it's a one-point game. But they're a long way away from 50 right now. 19-18 Pleasanton, 5-10 to go, third quarter. Dogs looking for their first field goal here of the half. They've only got the one Gibbons free throw. Top of the key three, Klein, got it. Brady Klein with his second three-pointer of the game. The teams exchange threes. Long outlet pass to tau He got fouled. They didn't blow the whistle. Turnover, and then they're going to give it right back. So the teams exchange the turnovers, and Loomis has it back into the front court. Pull up the free-throw line. Lobby. Nice pass into Marcy. Puts it up and in. Boy, that was a beautiful touch pass assist there from Aaron Dow into Josh Marcy who now has six, and he'll have a chance to complete the three-point play. He missed a free throw earlier on the back end of a three-pointer. Now checking in will be Caleb Riesland for the Bulldogs, and Gibbons will get a breather. I think that just means Westland's going to be done tonight. Free throw is up, and it is no good, and Pates will grab his sixth rebound. Trying to put some pressure on the backcourt and reach in foul on Isaac Walls, knocking it away from Echol. That'll be his second. Second team foul. Pleasanton's committed three fouls. That's as many as they had in the entire first half. Full court pressure now on by Loomis after the inbounds. Klein trying to stay out of the zone trap. They're none too quick about trying to get the ball at the floor. They still got a long way to go. Keishel to Pates, he knows the time. He puts it on the floor. Around Dow, runs over Marcy, puts it up, and good. Marcy probably flopped a little bit on that one, and Hunter Pates with a good finish. He now has eight. 24-20 Bulldogs, 4.15 to go, third quarter. Lobby finds a room, baseline, reverse layup, and he's going to be fouled. Caleb Riesland didn't, oh, it's not going to be on Riesland, it's going to be on Pates. That'll be the first on Hunter, and two free throws now for Lobby. He's two of fourth the line. He's made the first and missed the second both times. Let's see what happens here. Lobby puts the free throw up and hits the first. Now he'll try and change that trend as Isaac Dunn comes in, and Andrew Dennis will check out. Second free throw now. Coming up for Lobby, and it's on the way, and it's good. So Lobby hits them both. He's got six points in the quarter, and it's 24-22 Bulldogs. Midway through the third. Yes, we're on a pretty good pace here. Normally you would think this would be the second quarter. No, we are in the third. In the paint, Klein kicks it back out to Eckel. Now Klein comes out and takes it on the left wing behind the arc against Walls of the man-to-man, picks his dribble up. He's done this too many times today, and finally, Reesland gets it. They've had a five-second call already on a play like that. Can't get a three away. Riesland trying to post up, reaching in and slapping it away as Marcy. Ninth Pleasanton turnover, lobby up the floor, chance to tie the game here. Brings it into the paint, works his way into the double team, and gets fouled. Again, kind of forced the issue, but Loomis didn't commit to either one of the defenders, or Pleasanton didn't commit to either one of the defenders, and Jackson Keyshaw gets his second foul. Coming in will be Kessler-Dixon for the Bulldogs. And at the line again will be Andrew Lobby. His third trip to the line here in the quarter because he's taking it to the rack. First free throw is on the line, and it is good. And a chance now to tie the ball game for Lobby. Dennis back in. Walls check it out. Again, Walls just returning off of an injury about three games ago. Second free throw now for Lobby. 3.33 to go in the third, and it's going to be short. Rebound. Marcy trying to get it, but he got knocked out of his hands. It ends up in Keyshaw's his third rebound. Gets it to Echol. They clear out. He'll bring it up one-on-one against Andrew Dennis. Across the timeline in front of their own bench. Hands it off. Dixon to the free-throw line, Riesland back out. Keyshaw for three, and it's around round and in. Keyshaw with his first bucket of the ball game, and Loomis gets close, and, and Pleasanton finds a way to drain a bucket. Here's a little pick-and-roll into Marcy, and he'll lay it up and in. Good pass inside from Lobby. Six in the quarter for Marcy. The rest of the points for Andrew Lobby, and it's 27-25, Pleasanton by two. Hanging on to that lead, Dixon gets it inside to Riesland, but before he can make the layup, he's grabbed. They'd rather take the bucket, you know it. But instead of Loomis' foul, and it goes on Joshua Marcy, his second. And into the ball game for Loomis, Hunter Bonjoff returns. And also Hemley. Staying in there will be Dow along with Dennis. And who else is in there? Lobby stays in there. Pleasanton ball underneath their own hoop, 2.52 to go here in the third quarter, 27-25. Pleasanton with the ball in the lead, into the corner they'll go to Jackson Keyshaw, doesn't like it, now they try to trap him, he dribbles out to the wing, gives it to Eckel. Eckle dribbles out between the circles, goes to the left wing, inside, big fella Riesland uses the body and scores. Caleb with his first bucket of the ball game, 29-25, dogs, two and a half to go, third quarter. Again, a little spurt of offense here, waking the crowd up. Off the screen, Hemley to the right elbow. Gets it into the corner to lobby, off the ball screen. Can't get the three away. He's doubled. He'll kick it up top to Bonjoff. Dribbles into the paint and kicks it out. Dow for three. It's going to be short. Rebound comes into the corner. Nice play by Dow. He throws it off of Pates and out of bounds. Good call. Good play. Pates was trying to box him out from getting the rebound, and Dow did a good job of reaching around and getting the job done. 2.12 2.12 to go here in the third quarter. Good call. Loomis will have it, though. Trying to make it a one-possession game. Dow again off the high pick. Brings it to the top of the circle. Then has to go out farther to Dennis, who gives it off to Lobby. They kind of shade him. They know he's the leading scorer and shooter. Eckel tried to pick the pocket there of Hemley, but Brian got it back up top to Dow. Long possession here for Loomis. Down to 145 to go in the third. Lob it down low to Dow, working on Pates, and coming over, he is fouled by Caleb Reesland on the double team. Two free throws coming up for now, and for Reesland, that'll be his first personal foul. And some more free throws here for Loomis. Dow has yet to score in the game, he'll try and change that here. And the first free throw is on the way, and it is all net. 29-26, Pleasanton. Still with the lead, a minute 43 to go here in the third quarter. And the second free throw by Dow on the way. And that one is short, but coming around, the rebound, Bonjoff hit the rim. It goes out of bounds, and it stays with Loomis. Boy, it seems like we've been on this end of the court for about three minutes. And Loomis will get it underneath their own hoop, trying to maybe tie it here with a three-pointer. Dennis to throw it in. Marcy's cover, or excuse me, Dow's covered. On the backside, so they throw it out to midcourt, and grabbing it as heavily. Over to Dennis, all by himself on the right side, guarded here by Klein. Off the screen, he'll pull up from 16 and get it. Nice shot by Andrew Dennis, his first bucket of the ball game, and that's helping out Loomis get back into this one. 29-28, the Pleasanton lead is at one again. Full court pressure on; they're going to have some trouble. We may see a timeout here, but two passes and Pace is able to make the catch. Boy, Klein's open, but. Pates drives and misses the shot. Got his own rebound, and then off-balance missed it. Rebound brought down by Dow. Fast break the other way. Gets it to Lobby. Lobby dribbles it off his foot and out of bounds. The pass was a little deep, so Lobby had to grab it before it went out of bounds, and then he was stuck behind the backboard and couldn't find any place to go. One minute to go in the third quarter, 29-28, Pleasanton boys. So they are withholding and withstanding this lead better than the Loomis girls did at halftime. Trapped in the corner, Keyshaw, Too much body foul called on Loomis. Lobby teaming up up there with Dennis. And they will call it on Andrew Dennis. His second, fourth team foul. Six fouls have already been called on Pleasanton, so Loomis is in good shape from the foul line. They'll be shooting the rest of the game. As we approach the fourth quarter, 45 seconds, Klein for three. That one will not go. And an offensive rebound by Riesland, and he couldn't get it. Now a foul called at the other end on Pleasanton. And here we go, a one-and-one one coming up. The foul called on Hunter Pates will be his second. And so we're shooting one-and-one one here for Loomis in the third quarter. Remember, Pleasanton only had three fouls called on him in the whole half. Now trying to get a little more physical. Costed him. Aaron down to the line. Chance to tie the game here with 40 seconds to go in the third quarter of play. And the free throw. Uh Uh-oh. We had a violation. Didn't have a violation. Uh, We had a little confusion. They called a two shot. It was actually a one and one. So they blew the whistle. And now Dow will have to shoot it again. He made the first one, but it didn't count. And the second one it does, so everybody feels better about that, that it didn't change what actually happened. We're tied at 29, and now Loomis can take their first lead of the game. Dow with the bonus. On the way, and it's good. And Loomis has taken their first lead of the game, 30-29, to with 40 seconds to go in the third court pressure on again. Klein just comes right down the middle on Lobby. Lobby reached, and they'll get him for a foul. He took a chance and came up empty. His second of the team's fifth. 32 seconds for Pleasanton, and they will take it in in front of their own bench. Klein to throw it in. Loomis pressuring the ball. They lob it down low to Patey. Got inside Dow. He missed the shot. Dow May got a finger on it. Rebound brought down by Marcy. 25 seconds, Dow. Gives it off. Shot Hemeley. Got too deep. Hit the rim the away up. Rebound, Brady Klein. Still 20 seconds, and Pleasanton will try to get the last shot and take the lead into the fourth quarter if they can. Keyshaw on the right wing. handle had a lot of success doing this in the first two quarters. They end up getting in a bad situation. 10 seconds. They wait too long, maybe. Klein off the pick and roll. Got it to Pates. Two big steps. Lays it up and in. Didn't wait too long that time, and from half-court lobby, we'll get a shot away, but it isn't off the mark, and we get to the fourth quarter in this annual rivalry game between the Wolves and the Bulldogs, and Pleasanton giving the hometown-rated team all they want. After three, Pleasanton 31, Loomis 30.
0: As a business owner, a concern during the winter is an icy parking lot.
1: in you, We go to the fourth quarter of play, and after scoring just 12 points in the first half, Loomis got 18 in the third quarter. They get the ball to start the fourth quarter, trailing 31-30. Down, dribbles into the double team, back to Isaac Wall, who starts the quarter out top to Lobby. He leads them with 13 points. Josh Marcy has eight. Lobby for three. Foul on the shot. He got in the air, and Riesland backed right into him. So the three's no good, but he will get the free throws. In the third quarter, Loomis attempted 12 free throws, and they hit seven of them. And Lobby hit four of six. Now he gets two free throws here in the first one, bounces around and in, and we're tied again at 31. Other scores to pass along to you. Amherst leading Elm Creek's boys 16-15 after the first quarter on ESPN, 14-60 and 15-50, and St. Paul leading the Ravenna boys. 33-14 33-14 at the half. Ravenna and Arcadia Loop City have kind of struggled since the conference tournament. Second free throw is good by Lobby. They'll have a third one coming. And the third free throw is on the way, and it is good. So Pleasant has got to quit fouling. They are giving a lot of freebies away. Loomis up by two. 33-31, the opening moments of the fourth quarter here on KKPRFM, Carney Pleasant, and Loomis and PlatteRiverPreps.com. Pleasanton in the corner. They get it to the big fella in Gibbons. Gibbons dishes it off to Pates. His jumper is in and out. No good. Long rebound is grabbed by Dennis. He wants to go coast to coast. And a foul going to be called on Jackson Keyshaw. Man, oh, man. Foul, 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 foul for Pleasanton. I don't know if they're getting tired or if Loomis is getting faster or if they're just not keeping it sound discipline right here. And at the line will be Dennis to shoot two, and the first one is good. And Loomis is kind of helping themselves out by making the free throws. That's seven straight from the line. Six straight from the line. This would be seven. And Dennis will put it up, and it's good. Four points, 35-31. So a four-point lead for the Wolves, their biggest. echo. just about dribbled the ball out of bounds, and they're going to get a timeout call here. And that'll be the second one for Pleasanton. It's only the second timeout call of the game brought to you by ENT, Positions of Carney, taking care of you since 1994, located where you need us, specializing in you. 7:18 to go in the game. Loomis now leads it 35-31 over Pleasanton
4: save money and breathe easier call axman heating and air your lennox dealer now is the time to winterize all your heating and cooling units so call axman heating and air they can do it all from furnaces to humidifiers geo heat and infrared heat for farm buildings they specialize in all makes and models sales and service axman heating and air your lennox dealer serving pleasanton and the surrounding area craig and karen axman would like to wish all the area athletes
1: best of luck 7.15 7.15 to go in the game. Loomis has already put in five free throws to start this fourth quarter. And they lead it 35-31. Out of the timeout against his zone. Pleasanton throwing back and forth over the top of it. Now they decide to go out to Seth Eckel between the circles. Right side, Keyshaw, who will pull the trigger. Pates, right baseline. He'll try a 12-footer, and he got it. Jump shot that time for Hunter Pates. He leads the way with 12 points for Pleasanton, 8 for Brady Klein, 35-33. Lewis leads by two, 6.45 to go in the game. Lobby off the screen to down on the right wing. Boy, Pates just about pushed off too much to fight through it. Now bringing it in is down. He's fouled by Pates, and the left-hand scoop is off the glass and in. Just seeing a lot more individual one-on-one play here as this game is moving along. And again, Pleasanton is fouling almost every time down the floor. That is 10 fouls, and we've got 6.38 to go in the game. Dow to put the free throw up. He's three of four at the line, and it's good. Six points for Dow, 38-33. Loomis now by five. And we're going to have some fouling away from the basketball And Andrew Dennis, said, yeah, I grabbed Seth lot at half court when I didn't need to. That'll be the third on Dennis. Six fouls on Loomis. This may come down to a free throw shooting contest. And Pleasanton to throw it in again against that full-court pressure. Loomis manning it up. Keyshaw working on Isaac Walls. Waits for a screen at half court. Gets it. Now has to shuffle it off. Gibbons was there. Instead, Keyshaw takes it back all the way to the rack. Left-hand lay. Left. Good. Keyshaw, everybody thought he was going to pass it there to Gibbons. He didn't. Just kept going now. Pull up for Dennis in transition, and he'll answer. 40-35 to 35, Loomis and... They have that five-point lead now at home, down by eight in the first half. Pleasanton driving baseline tipped away, but it goes to Echel up top. Klein, trying to work on lobby back up to Echel into the corner to Keyshawn, and now they slow it down again, working for the good shot. Klein tries to double, dribble into the double team, down knocks it away. It goes to Pates. He'll try a three. It's no good. Long rebound ends up on the floor. Travel called on Loomis as Dennis fell down with the basketball. Loomis has all of their, excuse me, they have four of their timeouts left. They used one earlier in the game. And Pleasanton will have the inbounds, but they're down by five. Pull up three, Keyshaw. That's going to be way short. And the rebound is grabbed by Andrew Lobby, and Lobby is off to the races. He tries to get it up to Dennis, and it's too low. It just skids along the surface. And out of bounds it goes. Who can find a way to get it running here in this fourth quarter of play? 40-35, Loomis. They were down 18-12 at half. They have found some offense. Pleasanton's just kind of been doing what they have been doing the whole game. Eckel tries the back cut. It's well covered. Over to Gibbons. Down on the low block. They'll skip pass it right side. Lob it down to Pates. He's doubled, but now makes a nice up and under move. Missed it. And it goes out of bounds off of Loomis. Loomis wanted an over-the-back foul on Pates as they were battling for the rebound that time down the floor. Earlier tonight, the girls' game, after being down one at the half, Pleasanton, big second half, 65-47 over Loomis. They outscored them 23-8 in the third quarter. Pleasanton had the lead here at half, 18-12 now. Had the lead by one, coming into the quarter, driving in Klein, one-hand shot, no good. Pates gets it back up in traffic. They're just kind of throwing it up, but it won't go. Dow will get the rebound. And to the other end, fast break, gives it off to Dennis, got the defender in the air, Pace Pates blocks it out of bounds. Dennis ended up on the ground, but he was really off balance. And Loomis will get the ball underneath their own hoop, back in Brian Hemley. Loomis 40, Pleasanton 35. Don't forget when we're all done, the new West sports medicine and orthopedic surgery postgame show. We'll have the final stats. Coaches, interviews, stay with us. Now a timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney, Loomis will take it with 4.54 to go. We'll be right back.
5: This sports broadcast is made possible in part by Scott Phillips, licensed agent for over 30 years, handling multi-parallel crop insurance since its expansion to the private market in 1980. Find out about coverages available for hail, wind, fire, and transportation of grain after harvest. Crop insurance specialist with a farming background. We specialize in the crop insurance business. Crop insurance business that changes and evolves with new rules, rates, and regulations on a continuous basis. Insuring over 60,000 acres in the central Nebraska area.
1: And welcome back to the Carney Towing and Repair broadcast booth here at Loomis. Out of the Wolves' timeout, they lead at 40 to 35. They set up down a back cut, left hand layup, good. Aaron Dow, five and a quarter, eight in the game, and it's 42 to 35. Loomis continues to extend the largest lead with almost every possession. As the Wolves finally have got their feet under them here in this home finale, they will play at Maxwell next Friday with his shawl. Top of the key, they go to Bronson Gibbons. Jaden Westland out, bonked his head on the court. I'm not sure if it's a concussion or if they're just doing a precaution, but he came out midway through the second quarter. Our injury report brought to you by Family Physical Therapy and Sports Center, getting you back into the game of live pates in the lane. Can't get it to go. Rebound brought down by Andrew Dennis, and really pleasant to just not make it anything anymore. And Loomis, do they take the air out of the ball? A little early probably to be doing that, but they have to be... Very smart. Head coach Drew Bilder pacing the sideline here in the front court. Now sits down. And again, Pleasanton has already committed 10 fouls, so they don't want to start committing fouls and just giving Loomis a bunch of free throws because Loomis is 6 of 6 in the quarter and 13 out of 18 in the second half from the line. High post. Dennis backs his way in, tries to kick it out to Marcy. The ball deflected away into the stands. A little slumber party over there just about got wrecked some Pleasanton kids and now we're going to get another timeout called here by Loomis 336 to go into ballgame this timeout brought to you by ENT Positions of Carney. it is now 42 to 35 in favor of the Loomis Wolves
6: see Pleasanton Livestock service to maintain the health of your animals Pleasanton Livestock can make certain they get all the vaccinations they need to stay healthy Pleasanton Livestock also carries Purina feeds, only the feeds with the best vitamins and nutrients that all your animals need and want. Stop in today and ask the experts what vaccinations and feed is right for your farm. Best of luck, Bulldogs, from Pleasanton Livestock Service.
7: Bailey Drywall in Pleasanton is proud to support the area athletes this year and wish them the best of luck in the games they play.
1: With our producer-engineer Jeff Ekstrom, Doug Duda with you here at Loomis. Don't forget, UNK is at Northeastern State tomorrow. Hastings College is at Dort. The Husker men will host Rutgers at 3 on the breeze, 94.5. Tonight on the breeze and tomorrow on the breeze, it's Storm Hockey as they are currently battling Fargo, trying to get back in the wind column. Loomis spreading the floor here out of the timeout. Good defense. Payton knocked away, but a reach-in foul. Going to be called out at midcourt on Brady Klein. That's his second, but the problem is now they're all two-shot fouls here. For Loomis, Andrew Dennis, two of two at the line, has six points all in the second half. He'll go to the line now to shoot two, and Pleasanton's going to have to hope they miss a few free throws because they only have four points in the quarter. Free throw is up, and, well, there's one that's missed. Again, we told you Loomis goes to Maxwell next Friday. For Pleasanton, they go to Andy Litchfield to wrap things up. Second free throw here by Dennis, and that one is good. So Andrew hits one of two, and it's 43-35. to An eight-point lead now for Loomis. Pates, nobody picks him up. He brings it down the middle of the floor, thinks he can go all the way. He does, and then Marcy comes over and blocks it from behind. Good play, but a sophomore post, 6'4", sophomore Joshua Marcy. Pleasant to throw it in. Stacking the left side of the lane, looking for Echo. maybe. He comes out, hasn't shot the ball, I don't think, in the second half. Down to the block. Pates, he's double-teamed, but... Forces it. He just feels that that's all the offense they have. Rebound brought down by Dow, and then he is fouled. Boy, this game sure has changed. Plus, it didn't look like they just were fighting off every Loomis surge, and now they can't do anything right, and we just keep shooting free throws here. Um, the fourth foul on Hunter Pates. And Aaron down to the line. He is four of five. And we thought it might come down to a free-throw shooting contest, but it's been one-sided. The free-throw is no good. Checking in for Pleasanton. We will see Trepper Huggins check in for the first time. Looks like they just want to go with a little smaller lineup. They know that the the postgame may not be in effect anymore. They're going to need some threes, and they're going to need quick defenders. Second free throw now for Dow on the way and that's too strong and coming in huggins got the rebound and then he got bumped by walls and walls commits the foul and trepper huggins who just got into the ball game is going to get to walk to the other end and shoot a one-and-one so a chance to help his team out those are the many mistakes that you don't want to make but again walls is thinking he's going to get that rebound and it just took a funny bounce out there so here comes huggins the junior chance to help the team front end of the one and one no good Little strong on the rebound brought down by Dow. So the sixth board for Aaron Dow and he's just dribbling at the center circle. Three minutes to go. Lewis is in a spot now. They just want to get out of here, survive this rivalry game with Pleasanton and for Coach Jeff Better, Again, it looks like it's going to be a good battle, but not good enough to win the game. They've had a ton of those, especially the second half of the season. And it's keep-away time. Pleasant's got to find a way to get that ball knocked away. The fouls aren't probably going to work or be their friend now. Lobby has it out between the circles, guarded by Keyshaw. keeping that outside hand in front to keep away the defender. Two and a half to go. Marcy, they don't want it in his hands. If Marcy touches it, that's the guy they want to foul. Now Dow has it. Thought about going underneath to Marcy. Instead kicks it to Walls. And a foul. And Hunter Pate says, I've had enough. And that's too bad for the senior leader of this basketball team. He has just fouled out of the ball game. With 2.17 remaining, Hunter Pates, unofficially, 12 points, 8 rebounds, 1 block shot, and he'll leave us with 2.17 remaining in the contest. And coming in will be Caleb Riesland. Riesland, Keyshaw, Klein, Huggins, and Eckel. And at the line to shoot two is Andrew Lobby. First free throw is up, and it rolls around and in. 17 points now for Andrew Lobby. Nine of those from the line. Second free throw short, boxing out the shooter as Huggins will get his second rebound. 44-35, and Pleasanton's been on 35 for four minutes. That's not good in the fourth quarter. Keyshaw finds a seam into the paint, left-hand layup as he switches up and in, and a quick timeout here by Pleasanton. So finally, Keyshaw found a little room. He's got seven points, and with 2:04 remaining here in the ball game, this timeout brought to you by ENT Physicians of Carney with your score: Loomis 44, Pleasanton 37.
7: Lammers Truck Line, the River Stop, and Nichols Repair in Pleasanton are proud to support this high school sports broadcast. Nichols Repair is a championship-quality auto service center. Lammers Truck Line is your number one defense against slow, expensive grain and livestock hauling. And the River Stop is the one stop you need to make before and after the game for pizzas and refreshments, and a gas fill Best of luck from the River Stop, Lammers Truck Line, and Nichols Repair, all of Pleasanton.
1: On ESPN, 1460 and 1550. They're at the half. The Amherst boys leading Elm Creek 33 to 30. Earlier, Elm Creek beat the Amherst girls 54-45. Here, full court pressure, Pleasanton after the Loomis timeout, and they didn't think they were going to break the 10-second count. So Coach Billiter is going to use another timeout with 156 to go here in the ball game. Loomis, who had trailed the first three quarters, now is trying to hang on as they have outscored Pleasanton. 14 to six here in the fourth quarter of play, and they lead it 44 to 37 when we're done. The New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery post-game show with all the final stats and score updates. We told you about UNK Hastings, and Nebraska men. The Nebraska women finish up a three-game homestand with Wisconsin Sunday afternoon at two o'clock again. Subdistrict girls basketball here on Classic Hits. Next Tuesday, we will be at Holdridge, Carney Catholic, and Minden Girls at 5, followed by Wood River and Gibbon at 7. Now Loomis again in the backcourt, trying to get it in. Isaac Dunn gets the job done. Lobby, try to trap him. He gets through it into the front court with a minute 50 to go. Gives it off to Dow. Now it's keep away. Dow drives, gives it off to Dunn. Thought about taking the shot, and he is going to be fouled by Caleb Riesland. Riesland made sure that everybody saw that, just grabbed his arm. And Isaac Dunn had a bucket back in the first quarter. Now he'll make his first trip to the line with 1.44 remaining. And a couple of spins. Dunn puts the first of two up, and it bounces around and in. 45-37. Second free throw now for Dunn. Waiting for him to get the basketball. And now the second free throw by Dunn. On the way, and that one is going to be a little short. Kick off the rim, no good. Riesland will get his second rebound. Hands it off to Klein. He's one of the three-point shooters. They want to make sure he's guarded. Kicks it into the corner. Keyshaw fakes it, drives baseline. He's double-teamed. They're trying to get a three. There's Huggins for a three. It's just short, no good. Rebound tipped around, and Hemley has it, and a quick outlet pass. Trying to play keep-away to Dow. He's into the front court with a minute 20 to go in an eight-point game. Pleasant is just in a bad spot here. They don't want to foul, but they're going to have to foul. And it's in Lobby's hands, and you don't want to foul him. Keyshaw trying to trap him out here with Klein. He gets away to Hemley, back out to Dunn, quickly gets it out of his hands. A minute five to go. Time expiring here on the Bulldogs. A minute to go to Dunn, switches over to Dennis. He's unguarded, dribbles away, and they run out and foul him. 57 seconds to go. Trepper Huggins with the foul. Two free throws coming up here for Andrew Dennis, who is three of four in this quarter. This will be the 15th and 16th free throw attempt of the quarter for Loomis. And the free throw is up and it is in. So Loomis looks like they're going to survive here at home as Marcy comes back in for Dunn, 57 seconds remaining. Pleasanton just couldn't keep their offense going, and now their top scorer, Pates, has fouled out. Second free throw is also good for Andrew Dennis, 47-37. Klein quickly up the floor here. Brady back to the trailer. Reesland tries the three. It doesn't hit anything. It's out of bounds, and that should do it with 49 seconds to go. We'll see if Pleasanton continues to foul. They will at least play full court trapping defense in the backcourt. See if Loomis throws the home run ball. Dennis, they release Marcy. Then he'll throw it in short to Lobby, and they'll foul him. So not a whole lot of crowd activity here. It was not one of those games. I mean, it was 18-12 to 12 at halftime. There wasn't any scoring. Couldn't get anything going. And then Loomis's comeback here was really all at the free throw line. They had a couple of nice buckets by uh, Marcy, but everything else has been at the free throw, and nothing will kill it like all this. The first free throw by Lobby is no good. 46 seconds remaining in this game. Pleasanton's going to sub Huggins, or no, it's going to be uh, Dixon back in. New West Post game show coming up, 46 seconds away of basketball time. Second free throw on the way, and Lobby bounces this one in. Walls will re-enter the game. couple of seniors on this Loomis team tonight, Andrew Lobby and Hunter Bonjoff playing their final home game. Pleasanton will inbound it. Klein will bring it up against a little pressure. He's just going to try to go coast-to-coast, and Walls knocks it away from behind. Pleasanton trying to foul up to Walls, and they crush him. Now it's time to call the dogs off. Walls will go to the line and shoot two. He has not scored again. He'd missed the last three games because of injury. So missed most of the – well, missed the conference tournament. And that is the fifth foul of the game on Jackson Keyshaw. So he will come out – Joining Pates on the bench is players that have fouled out. Amazing the amount of fouls called on Pleasanton in the second half. They had three in the first half, and it's around 15 here in the second half. Seven points, three rebounds for Jackson Keyshaw, and he'll foul out with 37 seconds remaining. Gibbons back in. Isaac Wall to the line to shoot two in an 11-point game. And the first free throw by Wall is on the way, and it is good. 49 37. So Loomis, that will not be their lowest output of the year. It sure looked like it would be, especially at halftime. 12 in the first half, and now here in the second half, 37. The second free throw is no good. Rebound brought down by Dixon. Get it into the hands of Eckel. 30 seconds to go. Klein, a deep three pointer, is on the way. It is no good. Rebound tipped around. Klein's able to get it back. Out to Eckel top of the key. Here's a three-pointer by Dixon. It's around and out. No good. Fight for the rebound. Walls has it. He'll get rid of it. No need for Pleasanton to foul, although they're not saying anything. And we'll get a foul with 12 seconds remaining in the game. And it just makes the game score look a little more lopsided than it actually was here. But Pleasanton only scoring two points in the final six minutes of the game just didn't help themselves. And Andrew Lobby back to the line to shoot two. 12 seconds to go. And Lobby will put the free throw up and in. Six points from the line, 19 in the game. He can get 20 right here in this fourth quarter. And he does it. So seven at the line in the quarter. He's got 20 in the game, 51 to 37. Last shot of the game. Klein's going to bring it in, kicks it back out. Top of the key three for Bronson Gibbons. He actually makes it. That's the only three of the quarter that Pleasanton had. But that will be it as time expires. And the final score, the Loomis Wolves, 51. The Pleasanton Bulldogs, 40. So both of the favorite and rated teams here tonight won their games. but. They had a battle on their hands. Coming up, the new Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Final stats. We'll talk with the coaches. Stay with us.
3: Pleasanton Meat Processing is your custom beef and pork processors. They can handle it all. USDA steaks are available. They can smoke your orders. And they have barbecue beef and pork. So next time you're looking for a processor, look no further than Pleasanton Meat. They can get your processing done in great time and all the cuts you want made to order the way you like it. Pleasant and meat processing? Says tear them up, Bulldogs.
7: Buzz's Marie wants you to think about the most important time of all.
1: Well, the Loomis Wolves attempted 34 free throws in the second half, and they were able to come out of this one with a victory 51 to 40, outscoring Pleasanton in the fourth quarter 21. This is the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery postgame show. Certified and fellowship-trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. Centura Boys leading Arcadia Loop City after three quarters, 42-39. And St. Paul leading Ravenna after three quarters, 48-22. My goodness, some weird scores the last couple of nights. Uh, we'll get to a couple more here for you, but right now, let's take a look at the uh, final numbers. First off, for the Pleasanton Bulldogs, Seth Eckel four points, four rebounds. Kessler-Dixon, two rebounds. Trepper-Huggins, two rebounds. Hunter Pates led the way with 12 points, eight rebounds and a blocked shot. Jackson Keyshaw, seven points, three rebounds. Brady Klein, eight points, five rebounds. Jaden Westland got knocked out midway through the second quarter. And they did not bring him back in. He was It was a block charge, except they had called a foul before the contact elsewhere, and he hit his head on the ground. They did not bring him back. Two points, one rebound, and a block. Bronson Gibbons, five points, two rebounds. Caleb Riesland, two points, two rebounds. 14 rebounds in the first half, 15 in the second half. Free throw shooting, one of three in the first half, and one of three in the second half. Three-point shooting for Pleasanton, one of eight in the first half, three of 11 in the second half. Turnovers, six in the first half and four in the second half. Pleasanton had 18 points at halftime and had a six-point lead, 22 in the second half, not enough, 40 points, 29 rebounds, two out of six at the free throw line, four of 19 from three-point land. They had two block shots and 10 turnovers, and Pleasanton now five and 13 on the season. They'll wrap things up next Friday at Ansley Litchfield. Well, we'll take a look at the numbers here for Loomis in just a moment, but they took care of the basketball, really both teams did, and uh, they found a way to get to the line a lot more in the second half, and Coach Drew Billiter joins us here, and Coach, sometimes you just got to survive, and that's that's what your team did tonight.
10: Yeah, we played against a really scary team tonight. This was a trap game, you know, where you know we haven't had a game in over a week, and I knew how they played last week here in the first round of the conference tournament against Overton, taking them to overtime, so... I knew it was a scary game. Um, I, I just wanted to find a way to win. You know, we've played Axtell and Pleasanton here. Both of them have five wins, but I know you know basketball. They're, they're a lot better than five wins. That's not a bad five win team.
1: Well, we know the top of the conference is pretty strong this year, but yeah, you're right. Uh, it seems like that's why the middle or bottom of the conference has not as many wins, because they have all these close losses for the most part, to some of the better teams.
10: Yeah, you know, you look through what, what Pleasanton's done this year. You know, they, they've played a lot of teams tough. They took Kennesaw, I watched the film on against Kennesaw, and they played Kennesaw tough. they play played a lot of teams tough. They're a young team, so, you know, at the start of the year, they didn't play that well, but they've just gotten better and better. And I tell you what, their coach did a great job. They came out and they tried to slow it down. They tried to shorten the game. They had a great game plan. We had to press. We had to, you know, we had to come out. We had to start extending. We had to get the game sped up, and we got the game sped up. That's when it changed. Yeah. So,
1: no doubt about it. If you can, we t- we kind of t- compared it to what the girls' game was like. Your girls yeah. had the lead at the half, and then once Pleasanton started to score, they put the press on. They created they created turnovers. It wasn't so much turnovers here, but you just. Pleasanton couldn't make anything in the second fourth quarter especially
10: yeah they kind of went cold and they didn't hit very many shots and I think that was that was our defense getting turned up a little bit we were contesting shots and you know a little bit more pressure on them they weren't as comfortable in the second half as I think they were in the first half and that was us just we said we had to get out and we had to pressure them we had to make it a full court game we had to get the game going up and down and and we did that we got to the foul line we didn't make as many as we should have but that kind of helped us see the ball go through the hoop a little bit and after we saw it go through the hoop a little bit, we, we started uh, making a few more shots.
1: Now, of course, a few of them at the end here were Pleasant and Fowlin, trying to get back in the game, but 34 free throw attempts in the second half. What changed from that perspective? I mean, maybe Pleasanton was a couple guys down or, or getting tired depth-wise, but there's also things that you did. I know you were being more aggressive. Was it just more than that?
10: Yeah, I just told the kids we can't settle for jump shots because you don't know what's going to happen if you're shooting a jump shot. I said, we got to attack the basket. I said, we got to get to the hoop. And... And I said, if you get there, you're either going to get fouled or you're going to make shots. And, you know, we needed to get those close shots to get us going because we were just tight. We just, you know, we shot a lot of jump shots early. And, you know, I think getting to the free throw line helped us. So I wanted to, you know, I challenged them to be aggressive and attack the basket.
1: And, and, Andrew, you got away from the three-point shot. Uh, you guys you like that. Lobby can hit it. You got a couple guys out there that can hit it, and Andrew was probably leading the way as far as driving to the hoop.
10: Yeah, I just I think that Andrew knew this was his last game here in Loomis, and I think he just kind of put the team on his shoulders and just said, I'm going to do it. And, you know, he didn't want to lose this game. And, you know, I, that's what seniors have to do. That's what leaders have to do. And, you know, I thought that he just said, I'm going to hit shots. I'm going to get to the free-throw line. And I don't know what he ended up with, but he played, he played pretty darn well.
1: 20 points tonight for Andrew and got a lot of those at the free throw line. Of course, in the second half, what do you have? 11 points at the line in the second half, 12 points overall at the line. Had a couple of threes. Had 20 points and had one two-point bucket. That's a, usually a, a hard stat line to get to. Right, Drew, where do you think you're at? You go play Maxwell next week and then uh, your sub-district. Where do you think this ball club is? Fans want to know if uh, the, the, I know you know you have what it takes to keep playing in March. So what do you got to do to get that done?
10: I think if you want to play in March, you have to play great defense. You know, you go down, you go and watch. You know, the district tournament or state tournament, everybody plays good defense. You got to knock down shots. You know, you gotta you gotta be able to play against man-to-man defense. You know, Will Hildreth is gonna play good man. You know, it's gonna be a tough game trying to beat a team three times, but I, th- I think we can. I think this team has what it takes to to grind out wins to you know we've had a couple close losses we've played against good teams you know I don't know if the Fort Carney conference can win a state championship this year but I know we could we, we should be sending some teams down there I mean I know that Amherst is in a tough district and so is Elm Creek and Overton but we have quality teams I, I don't know if they're upper echelon teams but there's five six seven teams that are all pretty good and we've played a tough schedule and I think that's what you know you need to do to prepare yourself so I think for us to, to make a run, I think that we have to continue to play up and down basketball. we got to play good defense and, and you got to knock shots down.
1: Alright, Drew, congratulations and uh, hopefully we'll see you in the postseason, man.
10: Yeah, thanks, Doug. Appreciate it. Drew
1: Head coach of the Loomis Wolves, they're able to outscore Pleasanton in the fourth quarter 21-9 to and win it 51-40. to Let's go ahead and take a look at their numbers right now for the Wolves in the ballgame tonight. Isaac Walls coming back off injury. Uh, didn't need to score, but he had 1.2 rebounds. Brian Hemley 2 points, 1 rebound. Again, Aaron Dow. Most of these guys got all their points in the second half. All of Aaron Dow's points were in the second half where he had 8 points. He also had 6 rebounds and a block. As we told you, Andrew Lobby had a game-high 20 points and 3 three rebounds, Josh Marcy 8 points, 6 rebounds and a block. Hunter Bonjoff had a rebound. Andrew Dennis, he ended up having all of his points in the second half as well, 9 points, 2 rebounds. And then Isaac Dunn had 3 points, 1 rebound and one block shot. 7 rebounds in the first half, 15 in the second half. Free throw shooting, 1 of 2 in the first half, 32 of, excuse me, 22 of 34 in the second half. Free throw shooting 1 of 6 in the first half, 0 of 1 in the second half, or 0 of 2 in the second half. Turnovers, 5 in the first half, only 3 in the second half. Loomis had just 12 points at halftime, but they're able to put up 39 in the second half and finish with 51 points, 22 rebounds, 23 out of 37 at the free throw line. 1 of 8 from 3-point land, 3 blocks and 8 turnovers, and Loomis wins it. 51-40 to improve to 16-5, and as we said, their regular season finale is next Friday at Maxwell. We'll be back to wrap things up on the New West Postgame show right after this. And welcome back to the New West Post Game Show. We'll take a look at some other scores from uh, around the area tonight. In boys action, St. Paul beats Ravenna 59-30 this evening. Going into the fourth quarter, Amherst 49, Elm Creek 44. That's currently airing on ESPN 1460, so check that out. Uh, Earlier tonight, the Elm Creek girls beat Amherst 54-45. Big game in Class B, York beat Seward's girls tonight 40-33. Some other girls' scores. Overton beat SEM 73-32. Overton won the boys' game 71-51 over uh, SEM tonight. Giltner girls beat Hampton. uh, Gibbon over Minden 49-38. The Elwood girls beat Axtell 61-53. Donovan Trumbull in a close one beat Wood River 40-39. in girls' action in Cambridge beat Alma 59-38. Bertrand over Arapaho 50-38. Blue Hill beat Deschler 50-46. And the Anthony Litchfield girls took care of Of Ann Summer 55 to 23. You've been listening to the New West Sports Medicine and Orthopedic Surgery Post Game Show. Certified and fellowship trained physicians providing a superior standard of care with no referral necessary. No matter the activity, New West is here to get you back to it. Schedule your appointment today. For our producer engineer, Jeff Ekstrom, I'm Doug Duda. Again, remember tomorrow we will have the D3 District Wrestling Finals beginning at 2 o'clock here on Classic Hits. Around that, the Heartland Hoops Classic. Game one of eight is South Loop and U10 at 9, followed by St. Cecilia and O'Neill at 1045. Then we will go to ESPN Radio, 1460 and 1550 for the next three. The final three games will be here on Classic Hits, 98.9. And then girls' sub-district basketball, uh, Monday. Don't forget Loomis will play their game down at Southern Valley against Twin Loop. And for Pleasanton's girls, they'll play most likely Elm Creek. They play Twin, uh, they play twin Loop in the first round. So, excuse me, not twin loop, but they play in the first round. They should be able to advance on for the third meeting. That'll be Tuesday night at Kearney Catholic. We, Tuesday night for girls basketball here on Classic Hits, will be in Holdridge for the C110. Kearney Catholic and Minden girls will play at 5. Gibbon and Wood River girls will play at 7. In the final score here in the girls' game, after Loomis led by one at the half, 29-28, it is a 65-47 win for Pleasanton. And here in the boys' game, after Pleasanton led 18-12 at the half, Loomis wins it 51-40. Have a good night, everyone. We'll see you tomorrow. Heartland Hoops and District Wrestling.
0: The proceeding has been a KKPR Sports Production, brought to you by the Classic Hits Sports Club download this podcast or any of our podcasts, go to our podcast link at kkpr.com.